Welcome to the second episode of The Sarcastic Show. Uh, the first episode uh, we aired last, last Sunday, which was the 29th of March, 2020. Um, seemed to have come off okay, seemed to have been well, well received uh, from, what, uh, from what I've heard people say. So I'm very happy that, um, that people enjoyed the first episode and um, we're going on to the second one. And on this second one, I'm going to be introducing uh, a guest, uh, which we're going to be online uh, shortly. I'm going to give him a call. His name is uh, Greg. I think uh, the people listening, um, or you guys listening, would um, find this very interesting. I think this gentleman is someone that I, you know, I really appreciate and really respect. So let's give Greg a call and see if we can, um, if we can uh, get him. Okay, here goes. Hello. Hold on a second. I got a little bit of reverb. Okay. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is my buddy Greg. On uh, I have him on speaker here. So Greg, um, thanks for joining us on the sarcastic show. And um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to us having this little conversation. And uh, yeah, well, that's good. Um, so for those who don't know about uh, Greg, I'll just give you, as Greg, Greg is going to get into it shortly, um, because I know he has a lot to say and a lot I want to ask him. Um, so Greg is someone I met uh, during, my, during my job uh, downtown in Toronto, and he has struck me as someone that uh, well well knowledgeable in a whole bunch of things. He says that he is uh, a master of many things and, uh, and, a, and a, I, I would say a professional at none or one. Who knows? But I think he has he has a good sense of humor. And um, without further ado, I'll think uh, introduce you to Greg. Uh, to Greg. So, um, Greg, tell me uh, tell me what's happening. What's going on? Oh, the big thing right now is that we're in the middle of a crisis, and the crisis as it's impacting in Parkdale, where I currently reside, is the fact that uh, many people are out of work. And a lot of them were working in the gig economy, and uh, they're simply not in a position to pay rent mm. to landlords in the community here. Right. And uh, people have organized to uh, withhold their rent tomorrow, April 1st. I know, I know. So it's a uh, action that uh, could potentially unite people and show them the power of organizing amongst themselves. And not relying upon uh, politicians, uh, you know, maybe the generosity of uh, corporations, uh, the list goes on of people that are basically exploiters, yeah. but uh, attempt to present themselves as uh, white knights. I know, you know, I, you know, one of the things that I, that caught me when it is you and I were talking this stuff is that the people that were, were, were sort of spearheading this stuff, they were, they were grassroots people that at one point... Um, they were t they were letting people know what was coming, and uh, and and everybody you know you know they, they sort of discarded them as 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 uh, you know <laughs> you know uh, conspiracy theorists. I mean, what, what what are those guys doing now? What are they what are they up to now? And who uh, who are they? And who are they? And on, 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 on their names? Uh, two tiers of things. There's people that are ideologically motivated, but they realize that other people aren't, 
and uh, they just facilitate um, lobby meetings and getting tenants to talk about their current concerns, their current challenges, their current struggles, and show them a way forward. And uh, they don't try to, uh, you know, shout uh, something like anarchism from the rooftops and expect people to follow it and intellectually grasp that, well, that's a better way, a better path than they're currently on. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's better for people to realize, hey, I can do this, Mm -hmm. and if I can do this, I can do other things. I know, but but so so this is happening in Parkdale. Now, the people in Parkdale, uh, you know, I, I mean, Parkdale is, is Queen, Queen, like, it's, it, where's the boundaries? I mean, well, I, I know Parkdale as being starting from Jameson, um, you know, and going, I guess, to Roncesvilles, or is it starting from yeah, Dufferin? Yeah, but even uh, beyond the boundaries with this uh, initiative, uh, it's reached out to Scarborough. There's people in Ottawa. There's a community around Herringate in Ottawa. Uh, and when you look at the U.S., uh, a lot of action like this is going on, similarly in Chicago and Los Angeles, and it's uh, one of those surprising moments. Uh, it reminds me of the protests against Vietnam War weren't just uh, located in one city in the U.S. It was happening all over. There was a, uh, a collective spirit, what in German would be called the Geist, mm-hmm. is, uh, is somehow sweeping over, uh, you know, the generation that can make possible change. Um, so you think this COVID-19 um, is, is sort of a rallying call to everybody to get together? Is, I mean, it's a wake-up call for, every, for a lot of different people. I mean, we, know, we see, you see the disparity right now with, with a class structure and a class race, you know, like, like the disparity between rich and poor, where everybody seems to be now realizing that they're on the same, same level footing. But we have guys that are, we have people that are sort of the working poor in your neck of the woods um, that, as I said, tomorrow is going to be the first of the month. And they're going to find it hard to find getting their rent. It's not only people that are the renters, but you, you, you see that the, the businesses in the neighborhood that support some of these renters. Um, you know, I mean, what's what's going on in the minds of people? How how is their mental health? I mean, how I mean, you've seen these people on the ground. I mean, the politicians, they, you know, they you know, they they say stuff, you know, to make everybody feel okay. But you are right there in the thick of it. I mean, what are they feeling? What are they? What are the man in the street, the woman in the street, saying, thinking about? Well, the, the man in the street, woman in the street, is filled with anxiety, and sometimes anxiety in a crisis motivates people to uh, take action. Whereas if everything was hunky dory, you just go along and accepting the status quo, and uh, nothing happens. Uh, so it's a uh, People have no choice but to react. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I was. I mean, I'm. I'm working on. On you know, in, on on the road. I'm. I'm doing courier work right now, and as you know, and and I'm seeing like because of this pandemic that is going on on the pandemic, you know, the, this horrendous thing is going on. If we we find that that people are a lot more. Um, I guess open to to listening to th- stuff now. I mean, you think you think that you think you'll be able to get an air of, of the politicians that they're really going to come out instead of playing you lip service? Um, because uh, now well, that's the key. I mean, the thing that I would hope that people would realize is actually no point in listening or talking to politicians. That the power is in the streets. It's not in Ottawa. It's not at Queens Park. The power is in your neighborhood. It's in your street. So how, how how many people you have? Is it? I mean, you you've organized a group now. Is it is it you and the group, or is it other people 
Like, how how big well, is this I'm group? Totally other people, because uh, ironically enough, I live in a fairly bougie building, and the landlord is an international corporation, and unfortunately, they've been quite successful in uh, getting rid of long-term tenants over the last few years, and uh, it's basically like a big Airbnb where people aren't uh, have any no community allegiances; they're just passing through, much like a hotel here. Whereas the other buildings uh, do contain long-term tenants who have a stake and, you know, consider where they live to be their homes. And, you know, their homes are under attack. Yeah, but, I mean, so what is the what is the demographic of the people in, I mean, I, I know it's, I know we have a lot of the gentrification going on. And I, I see on Queen Street, because, you know, I, I travel on Queen Street, I see that, you know, the Starbucks right. and all this. I mean, so what's what's the... What's the demographic? I mean, is it is it uh, are they trying to? I mean, just the way on the states when they say to, when this when the people in the states saying, well, you know, the old people can be sacrificed so that uh, so that the young could take over. Um, is it the same type of thing that they want they want the young people to be there, you know, so they can pay the rent? But no, they can't because we have this. Everybody's out of work. Everybody's on the same the same I level. Know, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, so I what, what are they what's doing? Interesting. Uh from what I can see in Parkdale is that uh, older people are respected in general within the community. It's not as a um, uh, Darwinian uh, sort of place as you might imagine it to be. Um, I myself, uh, for example, uh, I've got a bad leg and in the winter I fell down three times and I was picked up by people I didn't even know on my street and assisted and if i had fallen down on bay street uh, <laughs> forget it people would walk past me or over me i i have seen this before i was i was this is this uh, reminds me of a situation i was downtown and i saw this guy he was he was uh i got he, he was blind it was well at least he had you know he had his his, his right. walking stick and and i saw this young guy looking at him as if he's looking to see if he's gonna trip and fall until he can laugh and i and i, I shouted out to him i said hey buddy pick the guy up bring the guy across the street like he thought i was like like why like no i had to shout at him and i think what yeah, is that and i think what's happening now because again i go back to this coronavirus right and i and i and, and i'm i'm seeing it here alive that i'm very happy it's happening right you know mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm very happy because i think it's bringing people it here is an invisible an invisible uh you know killer that is coming in right. and it's taking people yeah. down Right, and there's nothing they can do about it. It's taken whether you white, black, green, or yellow. And I think that these people that are ha- that, especially with what you are facing, what you, what the residents are facing, what the renters are facing, right. that that uh, you know that it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna go into the psyche of everyone. That here are these people that are sucking. They're like a virus as well. Those landlords are sucking people, knowing that they can't pay their rent right now. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 like. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know how the, how this thing is gonna is gonna is gonna pan out. How is it gonna shape out? I mean, it's. I I, I feel for you guys there. I, I really do. I really do. I, I don't even know what to do. I, I mean, even that even that little pittance that the government is gonna give two thousand dollars. I don't think that could cover stuff. I don't. No, I, it'll probably uh, as most uh, revolutions are. It'll get bloodier before it gets better. Yeah, I know, but 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 you're talking about you know, but that's 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 an altruistic type of thing, as it's going to be like you know, a revolution. But people talk about it. But do you think that it, that people would really wake up? We're talking Canada here. We're talking Toronto. We don't know oh, yeah, everything. Every, uh, you know, the sense is that uh, people withhold their rent, and then the landlords get pissed, but they can't do too much because of 
uh, the virus and the media, and then let's say five to six months from now when uh, the virus is gone, the landlords are going to be looking for all their back rent and doing trying to do mass evictions and the politicians are not on they're on the side of the developers and not uh, the actual people and at that point uh, the friction will happen and unfortunately in the course of history no social change has been done without violence yeah yeah but yeah but you th you you think you think that you think that this 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 place this this country this city is going to see that or is ready for that? I I I just I just can't I just can't envision. Well, it, could spark in the, it could spark in the U.S. before because uh, the conditions, material conditions that we have here in Parkdale, are no different from Chicago and uh, New York, uh, all the major cities. Uh, they certainly have a larger population, and uh, they have a history of. Uh, you know, confronting issues. I mean, look at the race riots back in the 60s, Rodney King. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it'll, it can happen, and then uh, people copy it, whether it's a style or a real revolution. Uh, it becomes, uh, you know, something people adopt, and they say, hey, if those people can do it, we can do it. And sure. we're seeing that now with this uh, Keep Your Rent uh movement right now. I mean, people in British Columbia are reaching out to learn more about how to organize themselves. Uh, and so it's actually got a bit of national uh, scope now at, the, at this point in time. Well, you know, I, I wrote something and I, I agree with you 100%. But, I, you know, I... In me doing this um, this podcast, um, you know, and I, I want to get it out to as many people, and I'm I'm going to do my best to to uh, to promote to promote the episodes that I have. And this is episode two, um, and I think it was very very important that that this be said now, especially at this at this at this time. Um, I think that the health of a country is directly proportional to the health and welfare of its citizens, and um, you know, and that's something I wrote earlier today on on my Twitter account is that right. I think that you know it's important that everybody should be you know I mean we not expect everybody to be to be uh, to be champions of industry you know not you know everybody has a, pl a place to play to, to play but we are realizing now with this with this with this virus that who who are the important players I mean we know that the guy that is looking after the the, the building that just make sure that it, that it's running you know the people coming in are not are not um, vandalizing things we know that the nurses the nurses the the frontline workers. We we usually said that prior to this, like you know, we want to we want to thank the frontline workers. We want to thank, and, and it was sort of empty. But now we see that those people are really, you know, really the masters of it. And without those people, the industry will fall. And I think the landlords have to realize this too, that without tenants, they have no rent. And if and if the yeah, tenants, I mean, uh, the whole notion of landlording is it's a parasitic function that uh, serves idea nobody any good. So it. Uh, it's always a question of uh, a small group of people exploiting the masses. I, I agree. In one I, form or another. So what? So what happens? I mean, but okay. So I can go on this another this other side here that um, you know we can paint we can paint uh, you know all landlords as being as being uh, you know uh, what, what's what's the word you could use them the, the Scrooges, right? You know, or, or the yeah, merchant. I mean, like, I mean you, what if you said we can paint all murderers as killers? Yeah, you have a point. Yeah. And these people are not, uh, by any means, what they're doing is, is fundamentally criminal and amoral. 
Okay. And uh, it's impossible to defend them. No, and I, no, no. What I'm what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that all all are going because there's some people right now. I mean, for instance, I will even look at myself, and, and because we we all we all we all have, you know, past, right? For, for instance, when I when right. I bought when I bought my house. When I bought my house, right. you know, you know, I only had enough to, to put down on the house. I mean, it wasn't that I was I was scraping, but I, I put down money on the house. But I figured, you know what, to help me out with the mortgage, I would take right. on a rental. But here it is right. how it was what I did with the renter. I made sure that they were part of the family, right? I know you can't do that. All the, I even took on someone that, that 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 was on welfare, as a matter of fact. You know, over the years that I was that I had a house at the, well in the in the early stages right. of the house. Now, yeah. now these, now, now, you know, I didn't take advantage of them. They knew what this the situation was. They knew it was a one, it was a short term. They knew what the deal was, right? So, right. so, and yeah. I helped. I basically helped them. So I did not abuse the situation. And I think at the time, rents were, let's say, they were twelve hundred or or something like that, or eight, you know, back then. Yeah. And I was yeah. charging seven hundred. Okay. Now, right. you know, which is in line with what they can afford to pay. But I think what's going yeah. on now it's ludicrous because now I, now I'm now I'm now I'm a full-fledged owner. I don't have any renters anymore, but my kids rent. One of my right. kids rent. Now they're renting a house, but it is fair. And I think that's what the thing is it has to be fair. And I think what's going on now is that we have ra- we have we have adopted a a, a a a sort of a vul- vulturistic if there's such a word of 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 thinking. Of, let me see how much I can get. Look at what's happening with the Airbnbs. All those people just bought those things just to make money, 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 money. They didn't care anything. Right, and, and they've taken the stock of rental housing under the market by the Airbnb units. That's right, and so people can make more uh, money with an Airbnb than they can offering the same unit as a like long-term rental for like a one-year lease. That's that's right. That's right. And I think that so we we have to. I I think it's a, it's a balancing act, and I think it's more in a favor. Of, I, I think it's working, it's working in you know not in the favor of the renters and more in the favor of these of these gouging uh, landlords. Uh, you know, at this point right. in time, because at, for, when I was doing it, when I rent when I rented my house, I was I was cognizant of someone else. I think what's happening now is that they're not cognizant, and the long-term people they want to push them out. Now, where are they going to go? These people are at the golden ages of their. I mean, you're saying I had to ask you about the demographics earlier, right? right? You're talking about, and even the young people can't afford it, and the young people are yeah. even saying, "I can't live in Toronto anymore." We are, right. you know, and, and and Toronto has this thing about comparing itself to to to, to the U.S. Well, like, you know what? Right. I don't want us to be compared to the U.S. I don't want to be compared to New York. Right? We are not New York. We are Toronto. We yeah, should be yeah. lo- we should be looking after our own people. Toronto was never like this. Twenty five years yeah. ago, it was never like this. People at least could get a nice place. I mean, I remember I was right. renting because I rented a I rented an apartment. The apartment I rented and it was on rent controls, right? Which they have taken away because yeah. somebody got paid off somewhere. I was right, yeah. I was pay I was paying four hundred dollars for a four hundred and fifty bucks I think it was for a two bedroom. This is going back yeah. in nineteen eighty. 80, right. 80 something it's it's yeah. in my age but um but it was but i had it was four percent right and it was at don mills and shepherd a nice area that same apartment today is over two grand yeah like come on the uh the root isn't so much you know comparing countries but the fact that financial flows go they're, they're transnational and don't respect boundaries so if you think about housing in general, uh, it's both a, a service, but it's also a financial asset. 
And what's happened over the last little while is that a lot of money has flowed out of the capital markets into real estate, and uh, developers and people are buying it up, not so much to house people as to profiteer. And uh, so, for example, if you look at the small retail stores, there was a problem in Toronto because a lot of the stores were being left vacant. You weren't even attempting to rent them to retail because the developers were holding on to them to sell them all as a block for a condo development. <laughs> so it's choking off the, uh, the life of the city through that sort of greed. But it, it, when you think about it, the money is going to flow, uh, and it's flowing like, for example, where I live, uh, the corporation that runs the place is uh, the president is located uh, in Cyprus, which is a known hangout for Russian money laundering. <laughs> and then the headquarters is in the Bahamas. And they've registered <laughs> themselves as a children's literary, literacy foundation <laughs> with a computer programmer from uh, Norway or Sweden as the genial, like the Mr. Rogers face that they have down there. So don't tell me it's not like fentanyl money flowing from China and uh, Russian oligarchs running the whole show, but they're all pulling the strings overseas. Well, you know, and, you know, the money is that people are losing their homes in Canada due to criminals overseas. Well, you know, Vancouver had this thing that they were they, they disbanded the um, the laund uh, uh, a couple months ago. They were, the RCMP right. was working on on um, the money laundering, right? It was a big right. scandal. I mean, like, and now it's now it's all gone. So, the, so it's so it's business as usual, and and I think again, I, that's why I I love this coronavirus that is happening. I just love it uh, right. because it's it's going to choke some of these people. Because you know something, money is the only money money is the only uh, lifeline, and if that if that lifeline is 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 started to you know lose lose air. Right, you know, right. being 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 strangled, they are they are going to yeah. suffer because they will suffer more. Right, I mean, we are suffering as it is. We know what suffering is. Okay, poor right. people, poor people. You know, I mean, the only other thing for poor people to do is to is to is to get themselves not poor. Right, but but right. but yeah. but if but if but if it is, you know, we we are not we are not going to. I mean, not 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 having a dollar, we are we are accustomed to that. Right, but as but as when we we are kicked to the curb and we. You know, and 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 the thing is, right now, that everyone is united, which I'm, which I'm very happy that you have been able to do that in Parkdale, is united because before it was just a singular thing, right? And I think if you guys go together in in a, in this as as organized as you are, right. I think that these people, regardless of how how big they think they are, I mean, you had one guy um, in this coronavirus uh, put on the Instagram because now everybody is co communicating, you know, digitally. Yeah. I can't can't remember his name, but he, he was saying that he was in the Grenadines on his yacht, and he's saying, "Oh, so sorry to hear you guys. I'm I'm so away from. I wouldn't be able to get the virus because I'm on my yacht in the Grenadines." Like yeah. these these people are still, you know, still still living this 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 fantasy. You have pusateries. Right. You have pusateries selling selling hand sanitizer for twenty nine ninety nine. What the hell is uh, going on? What the yeah. fuck is going on? You're gonna tell me that that you, what there's only rich people. But I'll tell you one thing: the rich people yeah. are going to get; they are going to be standing up in line at Food Basics like the rest of us and No Frills with right. coupons. I'm telling you, yeah. I'm telling you. You know, maybe not the guy in Cyprus, right? Right? You know, yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, maybe not. But he's going to feel it because I'm telling you, it's going to hit everyone. This thing is hitting everyone. Right. 
you know and i and i and i really do believe that that the work that you guys have been doing in parkdale um and and really getting getting the the lens you know like the spotlight put on what you've been doing you told me the other day that there was one guy one gentleman that is now he's called mister who, who was that gentleman you mentioned that name you know he, he was he was um interviewed on on the um one of the one of the publications oh, uh, mr doherty there yeah what what is his what is his role what is his uh thing oh his actual name is brian doherty and he's a carpenter by trade and he's been uh, active uh, in social justice causes for all his life and he's always been uh, you know looking after the interests of the working class to which he belongs so it's sort of ironic that they he would be quoted in the report on business along with you know the likes of everybody else like Bill Gates or Conrad Black. <laughs> Hey, hey! Don't do, don't use those names. Those names are I. They, I I sent I sent a, a a note to Conrad Black because I, I think that he's just, he's you know he only he only hangs out with criminals. You know I think he's a criminal right. himself. Like he can he hears this he hears this podcast. He is a criminal. He's a fucking criminal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He got off because you know something. Money talks. Bullshit walks. Right. Yeah, That's what the sure. deal is. You know. And I think yeah. again I love this coronavirus because all these guys in their in their ivory towers. Right. Right. The, the spotlight is on them now. The ones that own—I mean, you, you have you have politicians that owned a lot of taxi license plates, and guess what? Those taxi right. license plates now are worth nothing. There's yeah, several politicians that right—they're right? Yeah. worth nothing. At one point, yeah. they were like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. You can pick one up for for like uh, for like uh, you know, uh, I think four I think four four thousand bucks now, if oh, no, yeah, and sure. it's, and it's useless. So in the yeah. same in the same way, right? People have to come back to a reality of what rents are. There's one. There's one company because again, that's why I was saying earlier about um, having. There was one management company that, as a matter, I can't. I can't. I think it's green, something with green. Um, okay. I should. I should have. I should have looked it up. But uh, they were. They were. I think they were in St. Jamestown, and they were helping yeah. out the the, the tenants. Um, they even okay. went to, went as far as to give them um, gift certificates and, and vouchers. Uh, for food, yeah. you know, I don't know how long that's going to last, but they were the only ones that I see that that came up to the plate. But right. again, again, but the majority are like the guys that you, the people that you talk about, the people that the, the management committee that owns your building, right? And I think that right, yeah. that you have the the voice has to be out, it has to be gotten out there. If that's the only way that that this can change, it ha you have to be constantly now. Everybody has to band together. And and um and make this happen. They have to go. To, I you said not go to city hall, but I think you have to go to city hall. I think you have to you have to get you have to get like Cressy and all these guys that are that are there, right in 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 city hall to to listen to you because unless it has to be changed because if it stays the same, I mean all of this all of this would have been for nothing, you know. And I and I and I think you guys yeah, put. I two think the, the context like the thing that is. Uh the real challenge or the turning point is uh, the society we live in, everything is consumer-driven and it's all based upon individualism and the survival of the fittest. And the super-rich benefit by keeping that mythology alive. So everybody thinks, well, you know, I can better my circumstances and this and that. But if you turn that around and say that, no, we're part of a community 
and we have a certain degree of brotherhood and we stick together and uh, an ironic example of this is the hell's angels mm -hmm. like they stick to each other and one of their mottos is that the only time you look down a, on a brother is when you're giving him a hand up right that's right that's right and you know and those guys are, those guys are solid and we need that sort of community spirit across the working class and you know you typically get you know some young kid and he's taking some programming courses he doesn't see himself as working class and well that's the, that's the it's the mental headspace that's the problem yeah but you okay we, we you, you touch on another thing there but i mean those are the because sooner or later you you may be you know either moved on from that building or, or whatever whatever situation happens but yeah. whether youth what what are the youth doing i mean who's who's going to take who's going to take up the torch if if i mean you i mean the stuff that you talk about well, they're not educated because it's not the individual person that takes up the torch because that's the capitalist mode of uh, you know someone uh, at the head of the td bank taking up the torch it's people collectively deciding amongst themselves what they're going to do with their lives yeah, but this is not the '60s anymore. This is this is the age of me, 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 and and, and the age of 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 elitism. All this repeats in cycles through the centuries. I mean, the Paris Commune uh, people got fed up and they just uh, took over themselves for a while. Now, one guy that's interesting has the concept of what he calls temporary autonomous zones. So every now and then, communal living springs up and. For whatever reason, people being people, it kind of dissolves after a while. But then you have to find yourself another temporary autonomous zone. Yeah, and do we think in the do, 60s there was Rochdale College where the police didn't go in there because they realized no, the people own that place, and we're going to get roughed up if we poke, poke our noses in there. <laughs> it was policed and run by the community. But do we have any such the same thing as a country? A country. You know, like uh, people don't come from another country and start telling us this and that because we've all decided, for better or worse, that we're going to call this part of the world Canada and we've got borders and we have people on the border. But what if people just said, well, no, you know, this building, it's the people that live here. Housing is a human right. It's not a financial product for people to... Uh, you know, extract and put us out on the streets and leave the rooms empty. But, you know, some of my friends, would, as you're talking about that too, it has another another connotation as, and a segue to it is that the young people today, they're not, they're not procreating. They're not having sex. They're not creating children. There's, there's, mm -hmm. there's oneness. And, and so, so you find that a lot of these people, they want, they want this, 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 um, this fake life, which what I said, you know, I, I must have a condo. It's an apartment. It's not a condo. Okay. Well, some people will say it's a box in the sky. It is a box in the sky, and right. <laughs> no way. I mean, they'll sell you the brochures are full of lifestyle ads, but if you look at it as the structure is being built and going up, it's just a box in the sky with very small space. So, and so it's uh, what you do with it is you could do what you do there anyway in any. You know, give yourself a certain amount of space anywhere, whether it's Toronto or Vancouver, it's the same thing, right? It's a box in the sky. But you know, I I see a common a common word here that seems that, that we are talking. We we talked about we we 
we um we're not we talked about several different factors going on, but one of the things that that shows through here is community, right? Community, Absolutely. community. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't seem to me that there is community today. It seems that it again. I go back to the youth, because you are talking about education. You are talking not edu. We're not talking about book education. We're talking about education, community education, civics, understanding how things work really, more than more than just thinking right. that you just go to you just go to the grocery and like right now people are you know lining up for groceries. That was I asked someone today. I said I said when was the last and he was from Guyana and I said when was the last time. I mean, how long are you living in this country? And he says, I've been here from this from the 60s. I said, have you ever seen lining up for food? I said, I can remember lining up in Trinidad, right? I can remember, line, but that was that was okay. It was normal. It's not that we were out of food or anything, but but that was right. okay. that was just part of the course. But right. they're not accustomed to this stuff. So I don't think that, so everyone is on their own here, but there's no community. There's no one to go to. Like, and who does that serve? It's the powers that be, the people in Rosedale. They love it when there's no community. They absolutely don't want a community. So, well, that's what I'm seeing, a community. even deathly fear of people forming a community. And, and that is why I'm saying what, who is going to carry it on in the Parkdale community, right, going forward, when you guys are fighting for the rights of their rights as being, you know, for tenants, for for for, um, right. for for proper um, proper rents, not these exorbitant rents. I mean, my you know, my son is very lucky. I mean, I like he went to, he he approached it properly. I mean, he he's living in a in a basement of a, a triplex, but you know, right. but you know, the, the owner that owns the place and 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 uh, I must say that he's he's running it pretty. You know, everybody is it's fair. They're paying a decent wage, a decent rent. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and they're living in South Etobicoke. And and it's fine, but he is one. He's a rare breed. I think everybody is out there to make a buck. Oh yeah. And 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 so so the youth are not are not organized like you guys. They're not into community like you guys. So there's a right. there's a disconnect right through. So how do you bridge that gap with this with going forward? I mean, you know, do you see any you see anything? Uh, you know, like. I mean, because this is going to end at some point. You know, this is the this is the parties going on now, right? With this coronavirus. But when the party is done, do you do you see stuff st- sticking? That you know that they they made some you made some inroads. Well, I see the uh, dynamics sticking. Like you've got uh, all these tenants in Parkdale, and the landlords are going to be trying to make them homeless. And you've got these two opposing forces that are going to go head to head. It's going to be like the Leafs versus the Montreal Alouettes. It's you know Montreal Canadiens, by the way. Or are you actually saying the Montreal Alouettes as a, as a, as fo- football versus hockey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> well, that's good. You know, like, I, well, I, well, anyway, well, Greg, you know, I hope. I hope that this well I, I I'm 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 going on the, on the side of that 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 this is going to end up being in your favor. I'm hoping that uh that you know you you know you, you you get some traction. I'm hoping that all the people that are involved, you know, are able to carry on and to and to bring new blood into this because um you know, as I said this is going to end at some point and and I and I'm looking forward that that you are the, you're going to be one of the people still standing 
you're going to be one of the people that's going to say that that is going to be positive when this when 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 things you know when they call on you to to say something right. i mean i know i know that you you have you've have, you've have organized certain things in your in your in your building um right. and i and i and i can tell you that the pe- people that own the building are very aware don't feel for a moment that they are not aware and they, and the thing is i i don't believe they know they I don't think they know exactly how to deal with it. They think that they can deal with it through the strong arm ways that they've always done. I think right. I think everything has changed now because of this coronavirus. Um, right. And I don't think they can they can because now everybody has a stake, right? Especially yeah. when everybody now can knows that they go, they don't have a job. <laughs> They're on the same right. level. Yeah. So if you guys so can, the stakes, you, are the stakes are much much higher. Before it was just it was just isolated. In different, in different, in different units and in different buildings. Yeah. But now, if yeah. you say that you, you know, people, people are asking, uh, you know, in, in inquiring about what's going on, because I'm sure that there's a lot of people now that that, that are feeling trapped and, and and helpless, and they don't know right. who to turn to. Because I can tell you, government is only there. Government is only there um, as I don't know what they're there for, but I, I think they they're, they're only there as well, to, to police they're, stuff. They're there to, uh, all the laws are just for the property class you know so They're not about you or me i know so the but, government is just the biggest gang in the world we all we, we all we all know that and 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 the thing is that the, the taxes as they said back after the world war ii was only going to be temporary uh, but right. when when they knew that uh, they can uh, they don't they're not going to be questioned about things they just kept on yeah. going and going and um yeah. and here we are today yeah you know so anyway, Greg, uh, I just want to thank you very much for being on the second on, the, on this on this episode, the second episode, and to sort of share share some ideas on on, on what's going on in Parkdale. Um, I think it's been um, you know we're going to have this podcast up um, uh, on the weekend. We're going to okay. do some uh, you know and um, and uh, hope for the, to promote it as well and and for you to to send it out to people for them to listen what you have to say and maybe trans because this is something that they can they can listen to you know. On, on their on their headsets um and wherever they wherever they are just send they send a link to them and um and i'm sure that uh you know this is very interesting and a very informative and i think a lot of people haven't known didn't know about this and you know you know before before we started talking and i'm i'm even interested you know I, I got an education as well and um and it's so and it's so happy to have you here so uh i want to thank you again for for uh, being on this sarcastic show and Look forward to um, to speaking with you again. Okay, thank you very much, Roger. You're Bye. welcome. Well, there you have it, folks. That was Greg. I would like to thank him for coming on and speaking to us here on the Sarcastic Show. I look forward to hearing what he has achieved and accomplished um, in the months to come, working with the Parkdale residents of Keep Your Rent. I know that his his voice is is going to be heard because he's championing what is going on in that neighborhood. So I wish them all the luck, and I think they're going to need it because there's a lot of pressures happening right now in around the city, city of Toronto. Not only in Toronto, but but in different cities uh, across Canada and even in the United States. Because right now, people are not not working, and there's no income for some of these people, as as, uh, Gregor had alluded to. But I just want to leave on an upbeat note that we'll still be here on the next episode which uh, should be aired in another week or so and I'm looking forward to having some new new people come on and shed their views and ideas on the sarcastic show but until then this is Roger C 
saying, keep good, keep well.